What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people also love it. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. You you can sip with us. us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on, well, it's getting kind of like bottom of the barrel here because I was sipping on on this for our Patreon episode, but it is rosé, a glass of cold rosé. We're transitioning out of rosé season. It tastes good, but what I think would taste better is warm red wine or not warm red oh wine, yeah like you know warm yeah yeah um, a cozy glass of warm of red wine yeah do you think it's always rosé season yeah Sorry. i think it's always rosé season oh, really yeah i mean i don't know actually because now that you say that like sometimes like if it's cold i mean also i live in arizona right so like it's hot as balls all the time it's probably always rosé so, season there yes yeah. So probably in oregon but i know like when it's rainy and kind of gray or like you know fallish glass of red is what sounds good you know people yeah. that drink white year-round I, I don't I like white but I like red more and it just seems like there's a time and a place for white and it's like outdoor in the summer but not really indoor oh yeah oh yeah or fall you know yeah the leaves are starting to fall it's colder air I wanted a Spanish coffee but I just didn't have the ingredients <gasps> oh that sounds I haven't had one of those in a while. People do not know about Spanish coffees. We, Colleen and I did not really? know this, but it, yeah, or maybe you still didn't know it. I'm about to teach you. People do not know what Spanish coffees are. You go anywhere, oh. you travel, you ask to make a, have them make you a Spanish coffee that they don't know. It originated in Portland at Huber's. I didn't know that was the origin. Yes. So wow. no one knows about it. So if you want a Spanish coffee, you need to like have the recipe on you at all times. And guys, if you come to Portland, this doesn't really make our list, although it should. Like when people ask us, where do we go when we come to Portland? I mean, I was pregnant when we did, flew the, you know, we did the You Can Sip With Us meetup. But if we do that again, we need to take people to Huber's to get Spanish coffees. Josie and Allison, come back. I love them. Come they should ba- just come great. back and hang with we us. We miss you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. Spanish coffee is strong ass coffee. Black coffee, they make it tableside. They sugar the rim. They put a little, what, Cointreau in the bottom? Or no, 151. They put 151 in the bottom, light it on fire. It crystallizes whatever the sugar on the rim. Then they do Kahlua and everything. They put everything under the sun in there. They just load yes. it up and then you drink it. Coffee, it's, whipped cream. Yeah. And Huber's is the oldest bar in Portland. Yeah. Two of those, you're on your ass. If you're not a drinker, one of them or maybe a half of one, you're on your yeah. ass. But they're tasty. Pro tip, if you live in Portland and go there or are planning on visiting and go there, the hot is great. The cold is so good. So good. On ice. Oh, my God. I even – it's so good. Colleen and Chris get iced and I used to get hot because we'd go like in when it was cold out and like rainy and stuff. I'm like, oh, hot sounds good. And then I had their iced. Yeah. You need to go the iced route, you guys. What are you sipping on? I'm just on the remnants of some water, but I did order a tea in Egyptian licorice tea from John Mates. So Uh he will be bringing that in as soon as the water is heated and ready. That's a great service. Only in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. uh, trialing it out in Arizona. All right, guys. Are you ready for our review? Of- okay. Also, before we get to all the things, I'm so excited for this episode because we're switching it up. Yeah. No, we've it's got about some... to get dark and <laughs> twisty this month. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God. I mean, it's freaking October 1st, which, first of all, if I didn't know and I hadn't been like living through to know, confirm that fully nine months have passed, I wouldn't believe you because yeah. it was literally just March, January. I mean, I don't understand what's happening, but it's October 1st, you guys. Oh my God. And it's time to scare the sip off of you. What? Oh yeah. Sip out of, sip out of you. Are, I was thinking, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like, about scare your pants off you, but I, used sip instead of pants you know yeah we're gonna Whatever. scare the sip we're gonna scare the you. sip off of you <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um no we're bringing that and that we're gonna introduce that in a little bit before then yeah actually and we have two we have two things that we want to intro so when are we going to talk or like you know we're doing special things we already know now for october and soon for november 
Well, should we talk about the November one now too? Sure. Yeah. To get Let's things coming. One. Sure. Yes. So I'm wondering if that should be a part of right now. Okay. Make this right now and then we'll let the spooky stuff have its own moment. Well, yeah, because that's good. That's has it. Okay. So you guys, we decided we got, what did we call this? What's the October thing called? Spooky Something- season spooky you can spook with us you can spook with us so that's what's happening in october and then it got us thinking about you know the holidays are coming up and what could we do in november and december and i have wanted to adopt a family or sponsor a family for the holidays now for a couple years and i don't really know where to start or where to go and you know i want to do it like locally in arizona but i don't know they were like go to schools whatever so threw it out to colleen and she was totally on board and we would love to sponsor a family or two or have you guys help us bring the holiday magic to some families this year. So what we would like from you guys is to, if you know anyone who is in need, I think especially if they have kids, yeah, just because especially like for Christmas, anybody who is in need and why they're in need. So write us a story. Tell us about this family. And, you can sit you know, with us at com. Let's send this all to you can sit with us at gmail.com. Yeah. You can sit with us at gmail.com. Tell us the family story, why they deserve to be sponsored, what's special about them and stuff like that. And then we will read some of these either on here or we'll put them on our Instagram. Have you guys help us vote or maybe we'll just pick. We haven't fully thought it out. Yeah. Right now we just need the stories of these families. And, and maybe uh, we'll pick a couple. Like maybe you and I will do one family on our own and then maybe we'll open it up for the squad to like chip in and we could sponsor multiple families. Yes. But yeah, we'll bring these stories to the pod of of really like not only people in need, but maybe like some he- like heroes, people who can't make magic for themselves this Christmas, but are just people that need to be on our radar. You yes. know, I'd love to just share share these on the pod. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So email us about these families that you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Okay. Review now of the week. we have yeah, review of the week. Okay. I love some of these reviews are getting good. I think there's some motivation. Really? Do you think this? Yeah, maybe because I'm really enjoying the subject lines that you guys are coming up with. Please (laughs) keep those coming. Like honorable mention to someone who wrote caution in all caps. This podcast (laughs) is a five star. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's basically saying. I'll just read this one, but then I also, okay, I'm going to read two. There's double winner today, this week. Okay. (laughs) From Milo1219, caution in all caps, very shouty, gets your attention. Five star, of course. This podcast should come with a cautionary warning. Colleen, three E's. If and that tells me she's an OG person. If you don't want that, yeah, know yeah. what that means. You got to listen to a lot of podcasts here. Um, and that Ashley are so funny. I feel like I'm catching up with my besties. However, proceed with caution when listening. I was listening while driving, sipping my beverage, and before I knew it, I was laughing so hard I was choking. Coffee coming out of my nose, driving down the oh freeway, God. but still worth. <sighs> The Near Accident, hands down my favorite podcast ever, again in all caps, recommended for everyone to listen to. So yes, I loved that review. Wow. And we love you back. And coffee down the nose had to have been an interesting feeling, you know? Yeah. Like... Yes. Oh my god, I sure hope you're wearing black that day and not white or something, you know. Probably pretty energizing like snorting coffee kind of like cuz she had oh, to like yeah. probably no, actually suck so it we back did you a in. favor. Yeah. Right. It's probably a pretty good ride. Yeah. You know, a little creamer. <laughs> Let's do a little mix and uh, snort it. Suck it back in. <laughs> you know. All right. Okay. This one comes from MJ Paris. Keep your Oh. Oh, this is, you know what? This is similar keep your eyes on the road maybe she was responding to milo wow i listened (laughs) thanks honey maybe they almost crashed keep your eyes on the road i saw this girl swerving coffee and coffee coming down out of her nose Uh i listened to this podcast and their patreon while working i drive to work and these girls kill me with laughter when i'm laughing so hard that i'm crying work gets hard they are more than just funny though <laughs> this is by far my favorite duo i love these girls and feel like i'm hanging out with them while listening five plus stars so she wow. gets a call out because she didn't do five she did five plus 
And that means a lot to me. Like verbally. Yeah. Because five's the most she can do, right? But so she, she wrote five plus. She's communicating five plus, which means a, that that's <laughs> okay. got to count for something. And then. Right. Yeah. You know, obviously we're keeping her laughing, but we're keeping her her heart as well. She sees, you know, that we're right. more than just that. She sees us. You know, we're seen. Okay. It's really kind of insane how much people are resonating with this. Like, that's what we hear more than anything is like, if this is like I'm listening to my best friends. Right? Yeah. So that's why it's so nice of you guys. Yeah. Thank you. But thanks for liking us. Yeah. Thank you for liking us. We like you back a lot. Like everybody. Ex- Most of you. for. And this goes into. We've got some bones to pick. We got a beef to squash. So to speak. <laughs> yeah. Dude, people All are right. pissed so this is at a us. Hangover. We got people pissed at Listen. us, man. Listen, I am not like I wouldn't say I am a rice cracker, okay? I would I would say I can be offensive, all right? I had no idea what we were stepping into when I simply said, "Hey, let's challenge ourselves to go vegetarian." Whoa. You would have yeah. thought I went and on a murdering rampage what people are saying. Yeah right? People are crazy. Okay. So a couple episodes ago, we were doing the would you rather talked about the how world is burning down. Climate change is real. The world, yeah. our world is on fire and it made me scared. Uh, actually, I don't know what's going on with the Amazon right now, but it made me scared that the Amazon was literally burning, which is they call it the earth's lungs and no one was caring. And I saw this thing in my Instagram that said, you know, that animal meat production or whatever is worse for the environment than cars. Okay. So I didn't really look beyond that. That wasn't the first time I've heard that. I've heard that several times, but it was an infographic. And I thought, all right, I'll challenge myself to go vegetarian. I don't think I can go vegan. I think I'll go vegetarian. Probably not forever. I don't know if I could do that. And one of the things that I read was even if every person in America replaced one meal, one meal a week took their chicken breast out of it and just did you know vegetarian meal that would be the equivalent of taking 500,000 cars off the road now I'm not I did not fact check this okay but the beef industry is coming for us hard and some people have been brutal and total assholes about it okay what you're not doing what you're saying is we're wrong fine I the beef industry maybe you're amazing and miracle and whatever but there was uh, maybe there were a couple, I don't know, but call sent me one email where she was trying to be nice and educational and saying, not entirely true. Here are some additional resources to fact check and yeah, whatever. Some people were very but nice. What I don't, this isn't everybody. Some yes, people were very nice. Not everybody. Yeah, okay. But continue. Yeah. But the things that people were saying, like call sent me one. She's like, we're getting these messages a lot still of just like, you guys are, you know, irresponsible for using your platform. Yeah. Spewing hate. It's like, I'm not being a racist homophobic. I said, hey, let's try to go vegetarian for a month. And also, if we said something, like people are pissed that we are saying inaccurate shit. Well, I also tried to go to the internet and do my own research. And I don't really care. Like I, that took me forever and I didn't learn anything. I, I actually tried to find like, what can I do to improve? And it said, you know, recycling. And I said, what are the biggest threats to our what is it called? Climate. You know, I, I tried to do my own research and I don't I, I, it's very, it's not a rabbit hole. I really want to climb down. So I have heard this multiple times. I thought let's go vegetarian. We were not by any means saying you all should, or that you should cut out beef for the rest of your life. And what bothers me is my problem is the planet is burning, not meat. Meat is not my problem. The planet is burning. So if you have an issue with what I am saying, then you should address it with giving me a solution instead of just you're an idiot and a moron and I'm unsubscribing. It doesn't make sense to me. If you really feel impassioned about it, you should be kind, you should be intelligent, and you should tell me why I'm wrong and also try to fix my problem. Yeah. It doesn't make sense yeah. like why you're being so aggressive about this. I will have burgers again. I'm not trying to put you or your family out of business. I'm trying to save the goddamn planet because we are burning it to death like okay and yeah to set the record straight because we got a lot of message <laughs> that was good um felt cathartic we love beef and we love farmers we love you guys right yeah but what we don't love yes. is is you guys just like totally being jerks sometimes not you i mean yes. everyone is listening to this probably super nice because the people who wrote those jerky things probably unsubscribe by now which is great see you sally or whatever the world is burning right. down. The United Nations just released this report that is like a catastrophe, basically, is 
on is looming. The oceans are getting hotter. Yeah. Ecosystems are dying. There's going to be bigger storms. How do we feed a rising food population? How do we feed people with the population rising in a way that's economical, that's not going to kill the planet? And there's multiple factors causing climate change. Why aren't we trying to address everything? Right. You know, I'm and if you can't look in the mirror and say that you're part of the problem, then we have that's the biggest problem. Maybe we should drive less cars. Maybe we should take less planes. I don't hate pilots. I don't hate people working in car factories or, you know, the automotive industry. This is just the reality of the situation we're in. We're all going to sacrifice. So, and it's serious and it's really important. And let's stop finger pointing and I'll try and come up with some solutions here, folks. Yeah. That's my rant. All right. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. I think we hashed anyway, that out. And also, I think it's important to say that if you do get offended by something we say in the future, one, unsubscribe and don't ever let us know because fine. I get offended by things all the time and I unfollow people all the time and you know, whatever that, but if it's like to the point where you're like, they, I just, I, I really like them. I don't like this thing that they said. Cause there was someone said something about when we've talked about Trump before she sent us an email and she was really nice about it. And I appreciated that. She's like, I'm not going to stop listening, but this kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And then I could respond and say, here's what I meant. Sorry that, you know, it wasn't whatever, whatever, right. We can clear it up. So if you like us enough to hang around when we offend you, fine, then we would love to have you. But if you are going to be offended by something, save your time instead of being an asshole. Cause we don't give a f- and move on and go find your beef loving podcast. Cause they're out there. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and we love you farmers and we love everybody who's yes. joining us. That's like important. Okay. The world is heating up. But if you're heating up listening to this, <laughs> let's talk about something that can keep you at the perfect temperature. I wish they had Ember Labs solution for the planet, you guys, because when oh. you feel you're on something, <laughs> right? Though I think we found yeah. the answer. I think I've got the strap one of these babies on. Solution. All right. What is Ember Wave? It is the first wearable device that helps you feel colder or warmer at the press of a button. Hey, are you in your office right now listening to this and you're chilly? Oh, you should get the Ember Wave. Are you trying to sleep at night and having a hard time because you're too hot? Oh, Ember Labs can help you out. You can become. Yeah, most. You got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> most public places heat or cool spaces for a temperature that like appeals to, you know, 80% of the population. But for us going through hormonal nonsense and bullshit, that can leave us feeling, you know, thermally challenged. Well, enter your own personal thermostat. Yeah. You got, you wear this on your wrist when you're hot. You get a cool boost. When you're cool, you get a warm boost. You get whatever you need. It pairs with your body and mind to make you feel more comfortable in a matter of minutes, folks. Yeah. It's there when you need it most. And it can be there for you. Head to emberwave.com and save 50 bucks with code SIP at checkout. You guys, three MIT scientists invented this. Uh, it's Time Magazine's best invention of 2018. Serious stuff here. Head to emberwave.com. <laughs> Save 50 bucks stuff here. with code SIP at checkout. All right. Okay. Also, I just want to say really quick, I was not trying to piss off any more people that are in the beef world. I just felt strongly about the people that were assholes to us. Yes. If you're a beef lover or a farmer, we love you. And like also educate most. us. You're feeding the planet. Yeah. You know? you know, tell us what you're doing for climate change. I'll jump on any bandwagon right now. Like every industry, every industry can do better and every person can yes. do better. So, yes. you know, let's just all do better. Okay. All right. Ooh. You know what? You know what? Let's kick Chad ins- Chad. Chad. We need you now. ASAP. If there's ever a time we need you, it's now. Insert. Spook Spooky now. Spooky everything. I want, I Spook want people now. screaming. Or forever hold your hell. Or make this a sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there we got our you know? sound bites. You guys, <laughs> yeah, good, good. These are spiders. <laughs> I'm gonna break glasses. Should I slam like something? Yes. Should I break this Jump window next to the window? window. <laughs> yeah. Should I slit my arm open? Yes. Blood. I want to hear blood splatter. Okay, yeah, me too. All, All right. right so, uh, oh my god, we need spooky names. Ashley Goolstad. 
Ooh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Calling Halloween. 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 There we go. Halloween. All right. It is a spooky month, you guys, and we're going to switch things up and spook the sh- wait scare the spook yeah. out of you all month long because we got a new segment <laughs> scare the spook out of you we're gonna scare the spook into you no. we're gonna spook the crap out of you <laughs> we're gonna scare the sip out of you <laughs> you know hey are you spooked we're gonna comfort you we're gonna take care of that <laughs> we're gonna scare the spook right out of you you've come you've come to the right place to not be scared <laughs> Okay, so here's what we want. We asked for stories of families <laughs> at the top of the episode. Now we are begging you for more. We need your spooky stories. Like real All spooky. Like not I know a friend who this happened. No. I want like real experiences. I want ghosts. I want paranormal. I want things that scare you just in general. Like I hate being in the you know, bathroom at night and like the mirror. That's what you want. (laughs) What is it? The mirror in the bathroom? It's like, oh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that, but better. You know, like what are like poems, spooky poems? I don't know. Right? Get creative, guys. I want to hear. Yeah. Okay, Okay, fine. Bring whatever. Bring your times that you are scared, I guess. I thought you wanted like really spooky things. I want really spooky things or things that yeah. like will scare uh, scare everybody listening if we read them on the podcast. Okay, but a spooky poem is probably not going to cut it. So save your poems and call in with some real bullshit, okay? Like what if we have really great writers and they write something that just makes your hair stand up? Don't you want that? No. No, okay. I mean, fine. So, give us give it give it a shot. Give it a shot, you know. Write it in and if it's yeah. really good, call will share it with me. Voicemails are good too. Actually, voicemails would be great for this. Okay, if you've got a story, voicemail it. Yeah. Under two minutes, please. Yeah. Well, yeah. it has to be, right? Isn't that the... The cutoff? Cutoff. Yeah. So you but can sit with us at anyway, gmail.com. And then on our Instagram, there's a little call icon on our bio. Uh, press that. Call us and leave a voicemail. But I can't... So we're going to kick things off. Ashley and I are going to share our kind of spooky stuff. And then every single week, we're going to be sharing yours for the entire month of October and we're all going to get yeah. spooked together. What are you doing? Are you like walking into a dark room? Are you like it looks, <laughs> yeah. looks like are you afraid of the dark right now? I'm are you going to throw powder at, on like fire? Look how scary and... it is in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to get You're a Kleenex. Like my a... nose is running. Oh, well, I went into my dark bathroom. Yeah. That's where I keep the crips. <laughs> See? I told <laughs> you bathrooms <laughs> were scary. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. Okay, so what we're going to do to kick it off is each share with you one of our scary stories. Yeah, do you want to go first? I struggled with, no, because I need to blow my nose. I struggled with coming up. (laughs) Okay, that's scary too. Snot running down your face is scary. Ooh, spooky. So I struggled with coming up with mine. Uh, Hopefully mine's not terrible, but call. Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you have no choice. Well, I have two. I have two things. So, <gasps> whoa. Yeah, one is semi spooky and one is super spooky. So, semi spooky one. I swear, did I tell you? I swear I saw a ghost in my old house. She's blowing her nose. Did I tell you that? No. Okay, when we first moved in, I don't think so. I swear I've seen ghosts twice, and I'm going to tell about both <gasps> incidents. So, when we moved into our house, we've probably been there for like six months or so. When we have Renee on, we should ask her, was your house? Her name's haunted. Erica. That was our other medium. <laughs> I you know, always spooky? do that, you guys. Your if, you're brain right now. Patreon, if you're over on Patreon, you have heard me really confidently say names multiple times that are just not correct. <laughs> That's so many times. Okay. Anyway, okay. we should ask Erica about that. But okay, so six months ago. No, I was living in the house for about six months. This was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> years ago. Okay. So okay. I'm in the house and it's a very small house. And so you could basically like I could see the living room from the hallway when I went from my bedroom to go to the bathroom. If I looked down the hallway, I could see the living room. Okay? Very Wait. small house. So I, do I remember this, I think. Okay. I'll never forget it. I have goosebumps talking about it. So I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, which is rare. I don't normally get up in the middle of the night you to go to the don't? bathroom. No. Wow, lucky duck. So I wake up and I go to the hallway and I look to the right, like down the hallway into the living room. And I swear I saw a woman holding a baby, 
like bouncing the baby, kind of rocking the baby, standing up, looking outside the window in our living room. And I remember not being afraid, which is why this is only semi-spooky, is I stood there for a long time just watching. (gasps) And I went to the bathroom and then I thought I I was peeing. I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to look back when I go back to bed. And I just power walked back to my bed. But I told Chris about it the next morning. I have told other people about this (laughs) and I never saw her again. But I remember when I went to that house to look at it for the first time, I felt very safe there. And I was wondering, like, there's all these theories on time and like, is I was like, am I looking at myself in the future? You know? And there were many times that I was like holding Ben by that same window, just sort of stare. I don't know, but it was super weird. And okay. So then I do remember that story. And maybe it was a light. We lived on a busy road. Maybe it was like a a way that things happened, but I felt like. But you said you stood there for a long time. I stood there for a while, like focusing my eyes. And I did not feel afraid. I felt like a deep sense of comfort. I don't know. Okay. Then Chris and I went to Victoria, Canada one time. Apparently that's a very haunted place. We didn't know what to do one night. And so I went on TripAdvisor and I put in Victoria, Canada because I do that a lot. And one of the top things to do was like a haunted ghost tour. This was probably one of the coolest tours that I've ever done in any city. If you ever go to Victoria or if you live there, You'll see it. It's like the top one on TripAdvisor. It felt like a historical night, like a walking tour, but it was, you know, it was dark. We met up at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night and we walked around for two hours and we did all these stops talking about all the haunted places in Victoria. There's like a haunted hotel where guests have said that they've seen and heard a woman knocking on their door and then they go to follow her and she disappears at the elevator. And this has apparently happened to like multiple people. We went to like the town square where there were like a lot of hangings and stuff. And and it was probably just the fact that it was dark and in the fall and this person is a really good storyteller, but you could really feel like you got kind of swept up in the energy of it all. Right. I feel scared right now. So we go to this chocolate. Yeah. (laughs) Insert chat. chat. This is where you come into play. So we go to this chocolate shop called Rogers chocolates and the chocolate shop is closed. You know, we're just standing outside of it. And the person on the tour is telling us that everyone who works at this chocolate shop reports like paranormal activity. So the story is that this man and wife basically lived, the chocolate shop's been around forever. It's very popular. They basically lived at this chocolate shop, raised their kids in it. I think one of their kids got very sick. But people who've worked there report that late at night, I guess she had like a rocking chair in the back that they can hear the chair rocking, even though that chair is long gone. Yes. That they will clean the shop completely, like clean the windows and everything. And they will come in the next day and there'll be the handprints of like a little kid, like around the glass and stuff. And then apparently the woman, the main owner, she did not like milk chocolate. She firmly was like just anti-milk chocolate. She only liked dark chocolate. There were new owners that came in who incorporated milk chocolate and entire trays of milk chocolate would just be knocked onto the ground. Okay. So this is where it gets good. So that night we go to our hotel and I sleep and I wake up in the middle of the night again. I swear there's two things that happen. I swear to God, a woman was standing over our bed. Like I just saw this like bright, like kind of hovering thing with like super blonde hair, just sort of like shaking. Like, and I didn't, and I was terrified. Like the other in the house, I swear I felt like really comforted here. I was like, Oh my God. Like kind of frozen. Did you wake Chris up? No, I was like, I didn't, couldn't move, you know? And then I just went back to bed the next day. I was still spooked about it. <laughs> I was paralyzed I, in fear and I just fell back asleep. <laughs> I did. I did. So I don't, maybe that was like a street light or something. And maybe I was, I was super in my head all night about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a clinger. Cause I'm like, so believing in this, that a ghost is going to cling to me. So I, that could have been, but I felt something. Okay. Then the next day, cause I couldn't get enough fear factor. I like scared yeah. the spook out of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Scared the spook out of you. So I go, we go to Roger's chocolates because we're like, let's just go to this place, you know, during the day. And we were going to get some chocolates for our nephews. And Chris grabbed milk chocolate. And I looked at him and I said, put those down 
why are you going to piss off this ghost, right? Don't do it. So there's a jar of chocolates on the counter, like an actual jar that's kind of high, a bowl jar thing. Chris and I both saw this. So now it's not just me in my head. There's two of us who saw a milk chocolate come out of that jar out of the ground. Like flew that like is <laughs> gravity does not make that possible. It flew out and landed on the ground. And then the light started flickering before we left. I swear on Ben like that was what and Chris and I both were like, oh, my God, let's get out of here. Out and of it here. was probably like a very funny ghost like, haha, you know, <laughs> pfft, or whatever. Yeah. But it was that was not possible. Did you buy chocolate? Yes, but we bought dark chocolate. Chris put the milk yeah. chocolate. We didn't buy it. We didn't want to go there. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's your spooky story? Okay. Mine, I don't really have any knock on wood run-ins with the other side. The only spirit that I have a run-in with is my dog. And that's actually comforting because I went to, Renee is who I went to. And another she medium said, here in Portland. Uh, another yeah. medium. And she said that, like, if you lose a pet, if you hear, sometimes, like, in the middle of the night, you hear them drinking out of the dog bowl, or you'll hear their collar, or you'll feel feel them, like, if they're, you know, sleeping in bed with you normally or whatever. And you felt Annie after she passed, right? Like, mm-hmm. they, they come up and they cuddle in bed with you. Like, you'll, those are all times. Or if you look around the corner and you think you see them, that's them. That's their spirit visiting you. Apparently, pet spirits are very strong and they stay with you. So I do hear Brewer very rarely. She doesn't show up that much anymore, but I do hear her sometimes. That's my only run in with the spirit world, but a very scary thing that happened to me. I was trying to think of like terrifying things. So John and I lived in an apartment complex, probably 10, maybe 15 years ago or whatever, 12 years ago or something like that. I don't remember how long we've been together. A long time ago, and we lived in the middle of a complex. So not near any of the main entrances or main roads. We lived in the middle. And we were on the ground floor. And we were kind of actually tucked back. Like, you kind of would have to, like, intentionally get to us, I feel like. So we go to bed. And all of a sudden probably about 3 a.m., 2 or 3 a.m. It's middle of winter. It's freezing out. It's There's like fog. You know that? Those mornings where you wake up every morning, it's just like fog yeah. and like hazy or whatever. So it's like foggy and misty out. And we hear a knock on our door, 3 a.m. Oh my God, and, and we look out, we look out the people uh, and Brewer, Brewer was there actually. And she started barking, rah, 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 you know, right? Because we're all just sound asleep in bed. And we look out the people and it's this guy. He's like a teenager, maybe in his twenties, shaved head. He has really baggy pants on and a white, like, white uh, not wife beater but like you know there's those cheapo white t-shirts like a j uh what is it jockey or hanes or whatever just one of those white t-shirts hands are tucked into his pocket and he's looking down and so and he knocks again he knocked three times and so then john's in his boxers and he's like hi can i help you we're not opening the door and then we look Yes. And we look and the door was unlocked. No. So we had to lock the deadbolt. And I just, what gives me creeps is like what could have happened. You know, oh we, that was one night we didn't lock the door and he was just like, yeah, my buddy dropped me off. And can I use your phone? And we're yeah. like, uh, no. And I'm not saying anything. Like I'm over back here. Like, you know, John's at the door. And then I was like, John, the door's not locked. So he locks it. And uh, he's like, no, man, I can't let you in. And he's like, please, like, I got dropped off on the highway. I walked here. I got to use your phone. And John's like, well, I'll call whoever for you. Like, what do you want me to say? So he get, he says a number through the door. And John calls. He leaves a message for this person. Like, And the guy's like, well, tell him I'll meet him at Fred Meyer. Because that was right down the street. So he calls and leaves a message. And, uh, the guy walks away, but I thought about it. So, you know, so nothing happened, but I thought about it so many times. Like, why did he come to our apartment in the back of the apartment? Do you remember? I think we were friends when we lived at that apartment complex. Cause you know, we had that time yeah. where we weren't really talking. We lived at the apartment complex right by Fred Meyer on 158. Okay. Yeah. yeah Waterhouse yeah, yeah. place. Did you ever come there? No, but I know friends? where that's okay. at. Yeah. And Eugene. So, 
it's like we were back in the middle of the apartment complex, but like back, not on the road. We were not, he had to walk by several buildings to come to us. Several apartment, like I don't understand why he knocked on our door and what would have happened if he had bad intentions and our door was unlocked and he was just trying doors and, you know, he would have come in in the middle of the night and done whatever. So scary. That's the scared, the most scared I've ever been because it was just like, what is this kid doing here in the middle of the night? He said someone dropped him off on the highway. The highway was probably two miles from there, a mile and a half. Why is he walking all the way to us passing? There's other things. I don't know. It was so crazy. Like he passed gas stations to get to us. He, I don't understand. So thank God nothing happened, but that was one of the most scared times I've ever been. And mostly it was scary just thinking about what if, you know? Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. All right, you guys email us, call us. We want to be spooked with you all month long. I have a feeling we're actually going to get so spooked reading these and I kind of can't wait. Oh my God. Well, you like scary things. Erica told you to stay away from them because they haunt you and they keep you up at night. Remember? And look at what I've done. But you said, I don't care, Erica. I, I see your, this is what's happening. You know, mom brain is bad. You got this. You got this. I see your advice. Yeah. I see your advice and I will raise you with, I don't care. I'm going to throw a challenge out and not only watch scary movies. I want all the real life scary stories (laughs) in my inbox. I actually forgot that she told me to stay away from that stuff until just right now. Well, now it's too late. Sorry, Erica. All right. We want you to share with us and let us tell you something else. Skillshare wants to help you. <laughs> but this kind of fell a little flat. This fell yeah. a little flat. Whatever, guys. Well, you know, it's a skill. It is a skill to tell a story very scarily. Ooh, good And job. if you want to learn storytelling, I bet you Skillshare does that. Skillshare I mean, yeah. is an online learning community with thousands literally of amazing classes uh, covering like dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes from everything from photography and creative writing, creative writing, creative storytelling to design productivity and more. So it doesn't matter what you're looking to take on. If it's a long-term passion project or just challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, you need to check out Skillshare. They've got a class for you. Like browsing their class, it's literally thousands of classes. The question you're going to ask yourself is what class don't I want to take? I mean, you could just get super duper duper smart and uh, you have a whole lifetime here. Let's just learn new things together, guys. You know, this is what life's all about. Keep sharpening your blades. That's the thing. If you're not learning, you're dying, you know? If you're not learning, you're dying. And that is the spookiest thing of all. So join the millions Of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our sippers. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. That's right. Skillshare is offering You Can Sip With Us listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash sip. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash sip to start your two months now. That's skillshare.sip. You know, that's a lot of S's. Skillshare. Try to say that 10 times fast. Skillshare.com you know? is tough. Yeah. Skillshare. I can't do well, anything 10 times fast. You barely got through one. Yeah. 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 Okay. This, we're just going to hodgepodge what you need to know is in hot topics. Like, we're just going to okay. mash these together tonight. Let's talk about the Emmys, guys. Yeah. Recap big winner of the night, Game of Thrones with 10 awards. Oh, wow. A lot of people were surprised by that. They won, amongst other things, supporting actor Peter Dinklage and outstanding drama. I also was very surprised by Fleabag. Do you watch that show? Because that thing raked him in too. So Fleabag is a comedy. They won best comedy. They won a ton of awards for writing, directing. They had best actress, Uh Phoebe Waller bridge she was cute notably they shut out veep who was back in contention uh julia louise in their last season yeah so chris watched fleabag and i tried to watch the first episode the other night and it wasn't that it wasn't good i just lately it's been hard to keep my brain focused on things but he watched the whole season and 
absolutely loved it. He said it was so smart oh. and so funny. He watched it months ago. Okay. But the, it's, it's, yeah, very good. The mo- the biggest reaction that I saw, I think, was to the best actor in the short series or whatever. And it was the guy from yeah. um, When They See Us. Oh, no. Yeah, When They See Us. Mm-hmm. Yes. That guy, because it was for the Exonerated Five. So I just started watching that show. Have you watched it yet? I did start watching it right before we moved, and I want to just start it from the Ugh, beginning. It's really but sad. But I've heard it's really real and well done and sad. Yeah, yes, I watched I episode one last night, and it's just hard. It's about, you know, these kids that basically get f- accused and then framed and coerced. They're basically beaten into confessing and uh one of them i guess has a disability that's the guy who won best actor it's terrible yeah he wasn't I mean, even not supposed terrible to be that he the won. Station. Terrible that, that they, like was the they took happened happened to Oh them. God, it's a nightmare. But yeah. um, anyway, so I'm excited about that. Michelle Michelle uh, Williams. Yeah, she, she had a great she speech. So beautiful. You know, her and Busy kind She's of. So pretty. I mean, they're boring. I think they're not as fun as us, but. They kind of remind me of us. Like they're like, yeah, they're ride or die for each other. Just always each other's biggest fans. When I see her, I still think of Heath Ledger. I know. I know. Every time. Yeah. And like their daughter. And anyway, I don't know. I just like can't not think of them. Chernobyl was a big winner. Oh, we yeah. talked about them episodes and episodes ago. They won things for deriding 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 writing. They won outstanding limited series. That one was real good succession are you watching succession yet no have we talked about this because i don't have it in my notes i have talked about it on the pod it is on hbo it is so good it's in its second season right now it's coming out wait what's it about once a week I've talked so it's about this you super rich family it. who is power hungry and corrupt and it's amazing writing, okay. amazing episodes, super intense, very dramatic, very smart. There's some funny dry comedy moments in it. Wonderful performances. I love it so much. Season 1 was great. Season 2 is some of the best television I've seen in a long time. <gasps> it is so wow. good and i can't wait every sunday for it to come out it ruth, won a writing award and ruth won from ozark yes i saw ozark i never want, watched ozark oh you still. Didn't. yeah i mean i love jason bateman so i'm in i like season one season two mm, got a little i don't know it's good but i don't know that girl ruth is amazing mm-hmm. in it what else happened patricia arquette won for the act which i talked about that she was really good in that. Was that her that was nominated as a best actress in two different? She Things, was nominated probably in the yeah. same category for there was someone that was nominated same category best actress for two of the different things that she's done. I think it was she's Patricia so Arquette good. or something. Yeah, she's so talented. Really, yeah. really, really good. The I can't remember her name. She's from Killing Eve. She was a surprise for not. I mean, for lead actress, she beat out all the Game of Thrones people can't remember her name i can't get into killing eve a lot of people have recommended it to us and like written in it's the one where sandra oh won two years ago or something it's like sandra oh and then the other person here too just in case yeah maybe you do some see if you can get into it it. yeah 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 handmaid's tale was nowhere to be found nothing except for joseph joseph was on there but not for the handmaid's tale Uh uh-huh i mean he was a presenter but that was it overall reaction Great. Fine. Great. Good. <laughs> Moving on. I mean, Perfect. I love award shows, but I hadn't seen majority of the stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as award shows go, the Emmys are probably kind of low on my excitement yeah. list. But you know what starts happening now? The Emmys, I feel like, are... Kick it off. We got some award season stuff, but more than that, the heavy hitters for Oscar nominations are, in terms of movies, are going to start coming out these next couple months. They always come out at the Releasing. end of the year in, like, January. Yeah, so we can start going to oh. go see the really good movies. They always have, like, the festivals, Sundances and stuff in the summer, getting all the buzz, and then in the fall and in the holiday season and beginning of the year, we're gonna get oscar nominated stuff okay i don't know when the deadline is maybe it's just maybe it's not january because the oscars are in january but so we'll have to do a road to the oscars again and go see all those flex and talk about it yes yes okay anything i have some hot topics and i have a what you need to know i i think we're probably running on time here so yeah we are at 47 minutes okay 
All right. Like how hot are your hot topics? Cause is the, what you need to know the thing that we teased in Patreon that we definitely need to know about, or is that coming in your rave? I can boil it down to one quick hot topic and okay. I can make my rave about this. I can okay. totally do that. Yep. So the hot topic, did you hear who's going to perform at this year's Super Bowl? <gasps> yes. Shakira and JLo. Okay. I'm I don't understand so why they're together though. Cause JLo could carry it on her own. I don't think Shakira could, but I think JLo could carry it on her own. Oh, I think Shakira totally could. Oh, really? I think this is just, I think what they're going to deliver to us is one of the best Super Bowl performances of all time. All right. I'm so in on it. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, yeah. And I'm so ready for it because last year Maroon 5 was a joke. The year before that, I was not JT. impressed with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. It really hasn't been since like Beyonce and Lady Gaga. Gaga, Gaga was good. Gaga was great. It's very exciting. Uh, I figured there would also be a lot that will also draw people in. I mean, to watch the halftime for sure. That's a big get. Oh my God. I feel like they're going to floor us. I mean, these are two. I'm, I think I'm all in on Shakira on this too. And them just creating a super memorable experience for everybody watching today yeah. on Twitter. Shakira was like the number one trend worldwide. JLo was not. I thought that was interesting. Huh. In my mind, that I feel like JLo is bigger than Shakira, but I think Same. worldwide or I think Shakira has just got fans that we don't even know about because she still comes out with songs and stuff. They're just not topping the charts here. Well, and JLo just finished tour and I saw some teasers because I had some friends that went to her concerts and uh, she can put on a show. So mm-hmm. we're in for a treat with that one. Mm-hmm. And I saw them. They had an interview tonight on the Thursday night football game. And, uh, you know, they're two Latin ladies. They're very excited to perform together. It seems like they're friends and whatever. So, Ooh, um, you know what yeah, I bet this excited. also means? No. Shakira and JLo music together. I bet they're going to. All right. Ki- I bet they're going to. S- when's the Super Bowl? What month? February. Early Feb. I bet usually. we're just going to get just a banger from them. Oh, my God. I can't wait for all of it. I'm so yeah. into it. All right. Anything else you want to uh, talk about here? I'm moving mine down to my rave. Do you think I should tell you a joke? What? <laughs> what? Well, I put them in my notes because <laughs> that was the most random thing I've ever heard. Uh, do you think I should tell you a joke? What the hell? Um, uh, sure. Okay. So, so my cousin was here this week. <laughs> my cousin was here this week and he has his little eight year, almost eight year old son. He had some jokes and I told him I'd give him. I, I laughed at them and I told my I'd say that they were Jets jokes. So these are Jets jokes. All right. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl going to the bathroom? Why? Because the P is silent. That's good. That's good. I know. That's good. I know. That one makes you okay. think. Because when's the last time you spelled yeah. pterodactyl? Spelled pterodactyl. Nobody nobody has ever spelled it actually right. in the whole world. Yeah. But you know there's a P oh, yeah, in there. Yeah. Okay. Why can't dinosaurs clap? Why? Because they're dead. <laughs> Oh yeah. But you have to say both of them, you know, because if you only said that when you're like, oh ha, ha it's really good, but it you think it's gonna be a serious like oh, another yeah, you're play all in on, on dinosaurs. Thing, you know, you're all in. Yeah. yeah, you're all in. Like there's a oh, it's a funny thing. I thought that my first thought was like the T Rex yeah. thing, you know? You know? Nope, it's cause they're dead, because they're extinct. I that's love why you jokes that's why that make you feel up. like a dumbass like that. Like you set it up. The first one really sets up the second, you know? You're all in on dinosaurs, and then you're just like, you know, dumbass. They're They're dead. dead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. Anyway, it was on my notes for this week, so I thought. That's great. Is that it? I want more. Yeah. Nope, he only had two. Can he provide more for next week? Can you? uh... Other people? Actually, I should. Oh, I'll I'll text my cousin and uh, tell Jet. He's a segment. To get us some jokes. He's a segment now. Somebody else said jokes after him and they just weren't as good. So they didn't make the list. Someone was like, I got a joke and it just wasn't as good. I don't remember what it was. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't Jet good. Jet delivered, man. Jet delivered. So guys, take them, share them. Uh Uh-huh. 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 All right. Hold on. I can't find the thing. Okay. Ashley can't find the thing, but let me tell you what else you're also (laughs) not going to be able to see or find anymore. The zits on your face because they're going to be gone with bloom, meltdown, blemish treatment. 
This is like my, I really got you on that one, didn't I? You really did. Bloom Meltdown Treatment is the safe and effective spot treatment for pimples, breakouts, and blemishes. It's going to leave your skin feeling clear and glowy. It's a unique blend of tons of good stuff that reduces the size and redness of pimples overnight. They're going to completely disappear within three to four days. They're going to be gone like the dinosaurs, guys. <laughs> they are going to be dead. Yeah, I mean, I had a one popping up on my cheek, put a little bloom on, Boom. and it was no longer blooming. Dead. It was dead skis, you know? It does not contain any harsh chemicals, no benzoyl peroxide, acetic acid, sulfates, or parabens. It's all natural, and it's safe for pregnancy, which Hell obviously yeah. I'm pregnant, so that's what we need. It's... I mean, it's, it's, it's amazed. Guys, I unpacked it, it's amazed. I had pack, you know, moved or whatever. And I was unpacking a box that had that in it. And I was like, hell yeah. Cause my skin's been breaking out yeah. and boom, better. Yeah. It's backed by a 30 day satisfaction guarantee. Try it risk-free right now. And right now our listeners get 25% off and free shipping. When you text SIP, S-I-P to seven, nine, seven, nine, seven, nine. This is a special offer. You can't get anywhere else and you support you can sit with us when you support our sponsors so text sip to 797979 to get 25% off meltdown blemish treatment by bloom if you don't love it return it for a full refund no questions asked that's sip to 797979 all right wonderful all right time for rant and rave and rave boo, boo and woo and woo okay I ha- do you want me to rant sure. first? Yeah, yeah. it's great. I'm, I don't like either of my rants or I don't oh, really like great. either of these. I can't wait. Well, because <laughs> you know you write things down. You're, that's what we're supposed to be doing is like writing them down as they yeah. happen. But now this doesn't resonate with me anymore. Oh, anyway, my no. rant is what I wrote was pregnancy is hard. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Struggling with hormones and cravings and my husband not having to change. So we went. To- <laughs> Should I read you a joke? Wow. Um, so we went to a wedding this weekend and um, I talked a download, full download over on Patreon. But, you know, I just had some struggles. I wanted to be with the family and I was kind of in nap jail. And nap jail is all right, except for I'm also in sober nap jail. And then I'm when I'm sober in napping jail, I'm in a hormone war zone. So, you know, I was like crying and upset and whatever. And it was sad, but I'm over it now. You have good days and bad days. Some days pregnancy is hard. Some days pregnancy is fine. I'm not a fan of pregnancy. There's no surprise there. I am a fan of being a mom. So all's well, it ends well. But uh, right. that was my rant. It will, it doesn't, I don't resonate with it right now because I feel yeah, yeah. fine. You know, today well, I feel fine. They come and they go. But, What's your rant? My rant is, and I I actually wrote this down, and then it keeps happening. I'm like, I've got to talk about this. I'm going to paint a little picture for you. You go to dinner. Oh, good. You're enjoying a nice time with a larger group, right? You're getting good service. The waiters come in just like they should. You're getting wine refilled. You're getting plates taken care of. You're talking. You're conversing. Everything's great. You get to the end of the dinner. Would you like dessert? Sure. Dessert comes out. There's nothing else you can order, right? You've ordered the appetizer. You've got the entree. You've got the dessert. you got the wine. Where's the bill? Nowhere to be found. <laughs> it's like Uh okay this has happened so many times to me so part of my job and i know this probably sounds like people like oh that sounds so hard but it's like evening demands of going out to dinner i you know we take people out to dinner i take my work events out at dinner this happens a lot and i'm usually the one paying for the dinner right right so hosting it's usually larger groups and i swear to god it's the nicest places like there this isn't just a one-off thing this is just how the industry is where they want to let you talk right they don't want to interrupt or you to feel rushed but as a result is you're getting all this good service and then people just disappear and i get so much anxiety because it'll be like an right hour after you're completely done completely done buddy Oh my yeah. God. And then all you want to do is go home because your ass hurts because you've been sitting in the same chair right. for three hours. Oh, however long, you know, and then even if it's not mm-hmm. like a group dinner, even if it's just Chris and I, and we're just hanging out or having dinner, like there's something about when you're done, 
I just want to be done. I'm ready to get in the car. I'm ready to go home. Give me if the check. Let's go. there's a delay go. at the end and it's like 45 minutes to get the bill or to get the credit card or however long. Well, that's I excessive. Get, I'd be getting up and going and getting you it. You know that's when you're stuck crazy. in traffic and there's like an actual chemical that releases and you're like, I'm going to like burn the world down. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. murder somebody. That is. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. It's already yeah, burning. True, we talked true, about true, that at the beginning of the episode. That's how I feel. At the end of dinners, when I don't get my bills right away, I just get so much anxiety. I get like, I, I get racy Ugh. and I get anxious and I can't yeah. handle it. That's my rant. Okay. I got a good rave. I can't wait to get to it. Okay. So we teased it over on Patreon. If you're not hanging out with us on Patreon. We're just skipping my rave this week. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Do it. You said you didn't like it. <laughs> I just can't wait I to like talk. It. I like to hear myself. I'm kidding. Go. Well, I, as you were talking, I was talking about something or I was thinking a little bit more about like what what really my rave is. I put on here, Revy was the flower girl at the wedding and Gramps cutting in. But really what made this weekend special, my grandparents are 91 and 92. Aww. My grandma's birthday actually was just two days ago. And she turned 92. They act like they're in their 70s. They are so with it, still funny, still, you know, moving and just like, man, we've got good genes. And it was really, my grandma was tearing up the dance floor. And during the, the father, cause it was my girl cousin that got married. My uncle was dancing with her and my grandpa, 92 years old, c- cut in about midway through the father daughter. And he danced with Laura Aww. and you know, everyone just started crying. Everyone that's a part of that side of the family just started crying. And at the rehearsal dinner, Revy, my, I could tell my grandparents are being a little bit more sentimental right now. I think they live in a community that has assisted living on site, but they live in their own casita and, you know, there's varying levels or whatever. And I think that they, you know, their friends are dying. They, they lose people a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think that the end of life is something that they think about. And I've heard them say a few times with Revy, like, I'm just so glad we're still here for this. So I think they think about that. And I noticed this weekend, my grandpa, you know, taking more photos and like saying, just kind of referencing that kind of stuff. But there was a moment at the rehearsal dinner where, and I posted about it, where Revy saw him and he had his phone out. He was taking, and she ran up to him and put her arms up. So he picks her up, puts her in her lap and she's just smiling and laughing. It was the cutest thing. And I got some good pictures and then I posted about it. And my grandpa's on Instagram and he came up like two days later and he was like, I saw your Instagram post. And he was like, it broke me up. I started crying. And, uh, it was just, it's really special to be able to spend time with them right now. And, you know, you kind of take it for granted. And especially, you know, we, we just went through you losing your grandma and at the end of life is going to come for all of us, but it made me kind of take it in a little bit more mm-hmm. after you losing your grandma, knowing it is coming. Like they seem like they're going to be around forever. Cause how could they not be? But anyway, there was some good moments up there. So to elaborate, Hold up. your grandpa's on Instagram. Yeah. And my grandma. I just don't want to <laughs> gloss over that one. That's yeah. amazing. He's hip. He is hip, dude. That's yeah. Real hip. And he still reads the newspaper every morning. This grandpa's incredible. He's Aww. the smartest man I've ever known. He's like, he was a uh, three star major general and the greatest family man. My aunt is a lesbian. And as a, she's the one that got inducted to the rugby hall of fame. And as he was doing something, I can't remember what, but when Jen came out of the closet, he dropped whatever he did. And he flew in for lunch to have lunch with her to just let her know, Hey, we're here. Your mother and I love you. It was just lunch. And then he flew out on a plane. Like he's just such an incredible human. And I feel so lucky to know him yeah anyway that's so sweet that's what life's all about showing up for people being in the moment appreciating it while you have it you know that's amazing okay tell us your all right you guys exciting news i'm so excited about this you all know that i'm a sucker for things on instagram that things come up (laughs) and i will buy them I got suckered into and i've always kind of wanted to try it i think my phone knew of course it knew because of course, because it's listening and seeing all the things I'm buying, but I'm moving. So I'm getting targeted with all these moving things oh. and redecorating things. And I started getting ads for the Havenly. This is going to sound like an ad. It's not. 
how many times do we say that? If I had a nickel for every time I said that. So, because it just does sound like such a plug, but I'm seriously, deliriously happy with them. So I'm scrolling my phone and I see the Havenly and it shows this bare room. And then within a matter of seconds on your phone, it's like, oh, it looks perfect. Right. I'm like, <laughs> right. <laughs> they got me right where they want me because I'm tired. I've yeah. been moving. Like I want my, you know, rooms to look like that and everything. Yeah. So what do I do? I sign up. I sign up for the Havenly. The way it works is you can go on and pay to have a space. It's a virtual interior decorator. So no one's coming to your house. You pay to get concepts for your room. So you take, I decided to do the downstairs living room because I'm not a designer. I'm not a decorator. Spaces overwhelm me. I go to wherever and I see some, I like this lamp or I like this pillow and I will buy the individual thing, but I don't see the vision. I'm not tying anything together. And then I have all these hodgepodge items. Like I don't, my brain doesn't think artistically. Okay. Right. Same. So I, the process was I went on to Havenly and it was such an easy process and a very feel good purchase. Like it it had me the whole time. So I go on, I say, I want to do my living room, like a full space. And they say, great. Are you starting with a blank slate or do you have pieces that you want us to use? Because the price is different. You either get the full package, which is blank slate, or you get the mini package, which is I have things and I want you to complete the look. Yes. I got a blank slate situation. I've got a big empty room that I'm intimidated by. Yeah. So I say, I want the full shebang here. I get the full package. Give it to me. I take pictures of the walls. I send them the measurements. I take this quiz that basically was like, what are your styles like? They asked me questions like, what do I do for a living? What do I like to do on the weekends? How do we want to use the space? Like trying to get to know you as a person kind of deal. Then you can go back and forth. You get an interior designer who's going to work with you virtually. You She'll serve you up, he or she, I guess there's probably guys in there too, but all I saw was women. They'll serve you up concepts. You can go back and forth on the concept as many times as you want to. It's all included in the price. And so until it's perfect, and then they'll give you the exact items that you need to go buy. So that's not included. So I spent, I think it was like 100 and forty dollars. Oh, the items aren't included, yeah, but they get the get recommendations the are. Yeah, so you can tell them I want like high budget items that are going to last a lifetime, or I want like budget. I'm on a budget. Things need to be economical, or a mix of both, which is what yeah. I chose. I want some nice items, and I want some like I don't need a crazy lamp. If it's right. a good lamp at Target, I want that. You know. Yeah. So she served up concepts. I loved them at first. Chris didn't love them, so I was like, "Well, what don't you like about them?" So we gave yeah. a lot of feedback, and we ended up. Like after a few times back and forth coming up with this concept that we both really like, we bought most of the things through the Havenly because I assumed that the designer got some kind of commission and I wanted oh, her to yeah. get that. But we also found some things off of it. We're like, oh, well, we don't really need those couches. We want to sit in the couch. We ended up buying our couch yeah. from somewhere else. But it was so cool that I'm going to do the dining room now to tie it all in. I'm going to do our master Ooh. bedroom through them. And I'm also going to do my office. They're having a deal right now, and I don't know if that deal will still be here when by the time Tuesday rolls around, but go to them, and I think it was mini 19 and full 49. You can get a full room for $49 and a mini room for $19. Whoa. So I'm Whoa. doing the mini for my office because I have some pieces and I want them to complete it, and I'm going to yeah. do the full for the master bedroom, and we're doing the mini for the dining room because it's pretty much done we just need a table and a fixture but i even with that i don't know what to go buy yeah right it was so fun it was so fun our living room looks great we're putting the finishing touches on things and i will take a before and after picture and throw it up on our instagram um, bio oh my gosh our instagram yeah i'm looking at their instagram right now it's very pretty okay yeah that gets me so excited yeah it was easy too because it just was paint by numbers. Yeah. It was like, here's your list. And even for like things like a coffee table, she would serve up a recommendation, but then she'd have four alternates. So if it wasn't, if we didn't love that one, do we like any of the alternatives? It was super fun and I loved it. Yeah. And interior designing to me has always seemed kind of inaccessible yeah. and intimidating. Like, how do you find someone? And it costs so much. And do I really need that? Yes. You know, I just have never wanted to go that direction for me personally just it's felt out of my league this was really fun and very easy to do and clearly I'm a sucker because I bought it right on Instagram that night and never looked back I'm all in it's so fun oh my god that gets me so So. excited okay yay yeah yeah because there's some things like could you just send a wall like I need like 
art and some shelving here or something. Yeah, that would be the mini probably. Oh my gosh. Like I need you to tie this space into the rest of the house. Like you could probably describe the areas around it and then they would tie it all in. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. So I'll do it before and after, but it's been kind of chaotic moving and having that space dialed in, like a space that people are going to see and be able to have visitors over and feel like proud of it. It's been really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. I'm excited. Thank you for sipping with us. We love you guys. And we've asked a lot. So send your family stories in. Send your spooky stories in. Oh, my gosh. Rate, subscribe, review. Join us on Patreon. Tell a friend. Do all the things. And then, of course, you can sip with us always. Yeah. And go save the planet. We love you. We will see See you you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, Sign me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.